somebody that you would probably rather hear from anyway. Good morning, church. How are you guys today? Good. That was a little better than the first time. Miss um, Barb, where are you? There you are, wandering. Come here, please. <laughs> Can we give Miss Barb a round of applause, guys? Miss Barb's birthday this week. So we just wanted to say thank you. We appreciate you so much and we hope you have an amazing birthday. See, normally if you come to the second service, you don't see an actual look of surprise because we rehearse it the service before, but this time we didn't give that to Barb last service, so <laughs> y'all saw the actual reaction. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so before we get started in with our service, we do have some announcements. Youth group is going to be in person Thursday night. Uh, we meet at 6.30 for some fellowship and prayer. Um, we play some games and hang out. 7 p.m. we start with our worship and then our message. So if you are a teen, if you know a teen... If you are aware that teens exist, uh, spread the word. Uh, we'd love to see the group grow and, and uh, become stronger and bigger. Not that you guys aren't enough. We love you guys too. Um, we do have a men's Bible study uh, in, on Tuesdays. It started last week, uh, June 8th, but we'll be doing these every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to Don Libby. Our joy lunch is this Sunday in the gym after this service. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um, <laughs> you can talk to uh, Ms. Barb and just run on back there, but lunch is provided. Uh, get ready to clap, guys. This one always gets a bigger reaction. The Home Away From Home Retreat is June 25th to 27th. I like it. You guys just need a little prep work. It's at Zephyr Point Presbyterian Conference Center. I was told that there are still some rooms, so... Uh, Make sure you book those because they are running out and you don't want to sleep in the manger. <laughs> uh, okay. We're reading from Luke today. You guys will get that later. Uh, so if you have any uh, questions, you can call the church office for more information and to register. And uh, as a, I almost said as a reminder, but you guys are just finding out for the first time here. We only have one service on June 27th. So on the 27th, because of the Zephyr Point Conference Center, home away from home retreat, we will be combining everything into the second service, so all of you guys don't have to change a thing. Just show up when you normally do, <laughs> and, and we will consolidate uh, due to our limited congregation on there. So there is no 9 a.m. service on June 27th. At this time, we are going to move into our time of giving and worship and prayer. So we do have three ways you can give tithes and offerings. You can give in person. We've got a little box back there at the back of the sanctuary. You can mail in a check, just write your name uh, and what it is for, if it's a tithe or if you're giving to a specific ministry or a specific event, or you can go online to our website, click the drop-down menu, and click the Give tab, 
it's the easiest, but hey, I'm 33, of course I'm going to do the online one. So at this time, we're going to enter into a time of prayer. If I could have everybody bow their heads with me. Lord, we want to come before you today and thank you for the opportunity to exalt your name, to acknowledge that you have the name above all names and that everything that we see hear, touch, think about, is all under your sovereignty, is all under your control, and is made holy and righteous through you. We thank you for all of the blessings that we have in our lives, even the ones that we tend to forget and, and take for granted, but most importantly for sending your son to earth to reconcile us to cover the sins that we ourselves committed and that we will continue to commit. We thank you for the precious gift of you taking that on for us so that we can be with you for eternity. We ask for strength and wisdom to be able to forgive others in the way that you have forgiven us and to be able to listen to a message from your word today and come away with a better understanding of who you are and how that defines who we are. We ask that everybody who walked into this building today or clicked on this link on YouTube will be one way in the beginning of this sermon and will be a changed way at the end. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. Amen. Who's ready for me to shred? No, not on the guitar. Um, I, I can't shred on the guitar, but I can shred preaching. Amen. Okay, so. But I'm going to try to strum away, and we're still going to worship Jesus no matter what. Okay? Um, so before we get started, though, I have some awesome news. Uh, to my right. This young lady right here named Majesta has just joined the worship team. And also, <clears throat> last but not least, uh, my uh, dear secretary here, uh, my brother's wife, our sister in the Lord, uh, Ms. Jen Metzger, they're having a baby. So I don't know about you, but today is a beautiful day to praise his name for so many different reasons. This is the day the Lord has made. We are rejoicing. We are glad in it. So put your hands together with me. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Yeah, this is the day, this is the day. 
Sing it out, God is good. Yeah, I sing.
of God and no matter what's going on in our lives we can we can set time aside and worship him and let him know and remind him that we as his children 
sing and say he's good. Sing out with me one more time. I say God is so so good to us. God, you are so good. Cover us. Bring your blessing upon us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 You may be seated. Thank you, singers. Amen. Can we give our worship team a hand? Amen. Yes, thank you. Hallelujah. Any uh, fishermen's out here? Anybody like to fish? It's okay. You know, I, I, uh, I tried yesterday, and uh, I wish I had a fish story to tell you today. I wish I could say it was this big, but uh, I actually caught my son. Uh, I don't know if you've ever gone fishing with children. For some reason, I thought it, been, it would be an amazing idea to go take uh, three. Thank you, youth. Can we give our youth a hand? Thank you, guys. Hope to see you guys in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I spoke too soon. Oh, man. Uh, sister, so good to see you. So good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, before I start, who's ready, for, who's ready to hear from the Lord this morning? Amen. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what happened, but yesterday I said, you know what? I want to go fishing. I forgot what it's like going with kids. And uh, as you're getting ready to cast, you know, you, you finally you've got everybody settled, right? Everybody has their, everything is, and then, Dad, I'm stuck. This, that, you know, and then I'm getting ready to, finally everything's settled, and I'm getting, ah! I'm like pulling, going, man, what rock is this? Oh, it's my son's arm. Oh, no. I'm telling you, by the grace, thank God he's tough. Thank God he is tough, my gosh. Amen. We're going to be, uh, this is children part two today, and uh, as we go into Father's Day next week, I'm so excited for Father's Day, Amen. Amen. God has a timely word for, for the fathers and, and even mothers who, who, are, who, are, who are, uh, are single and, 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 and doing this um, with God's help. We're going to be reading out of Luke chapter 2, verses 40. 
Let's all stand for the word this morning. Let's stand for the reading of the word. If you could, please, let's stand this morning. And I want to read this. Uh, Amen. Thank you so very much. If you're not able to, no worries. Please stand with me. Luke 2.40 says, And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Let's read that one more time in chorus. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. You may be seated. Amen. I want to talk about raising godly, God-fearing children. Who has their kids with them today? I asked in first service, we had some of the kids with their parents, and I asked them to hug your kids. So right now, I want you to close your eyes, and I just want you to hug your kids in your mind right now. Just hug your kids. Hug your kids. I know they're brats. I know they, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You want to strangle them. I know you almost lost your salvation this week because of them. But can we, no, seriously, can we close our eyes right now and just, and just thank God for them? Because how many you know their blessings? They're beautiful. They look up to us. They love us. No matter how old they get, how stinky they get, they love us. They love us. I don't know about you, but um, as they're a blessing, as they're beautiful and wonderful, I don't know about you, what's the word I want to use here? I want to be careful. I don't want to say. I mean, they can tick you off. Thank you, sister, for an honest heart. We got one honest person with me. How many know your kids? I'll use biblical terminology. They can ticketh thou off. (laughs) No, somebody right now said he said the. It's in the new the King James version. Ticketh, ticketh thou off. Amen. Raising godly children. We live in a corrupt culture. Thank you. We live in a corrupt culture. What God says is wrong, they say is right. right. And what God says is right, some say is wrong. wrong. It's backwards. And it's crazy because we're called to raise our children in these weird, twisted culture times. But how many of you know, I'm not worried about a thing because uh, God can raise up children. He can raise up babies. He can raise up little ones to be culture changers. Amen. Amen. I saw it with my own kid yesterday. It was a beautiful thing. We're fishing, and there's these teenage boys that are fishing all by themselves. And my son goes over there. He gets a flyer and goes and tells them about God, tells them about Jesus, tells them about teens, youth, talking to them. And they're having a ball, and they put down their fishing poles. And they're just having a conversation. He's 13 years old. Culture changers. Amen. Jesus was raised and born in a corrupt time. And even God used him to bring change. That's still going on today. I want to talk about this because it's important as parents... That we don't send the the wrong message to our kids. This is crucial, very important. We don't send the wrong message to our children. As we're proud of them to get good grades and to be the honor student and all that stuff, that's good. But it's more than getting, you know, the A's and the B's and the C's and the... 
I'll stop right there. I'll stop at C. It's, it's, it's a lot more important. It, it's, there's more to life. I don't want my kid to grow up, be 18, 19, 25, 29, and to miss the importance, the true meaning of success. I, no, I don't want that. As we're proud for them to be doctors and lawyers and business owners, we need to understand these are great things, but the true meaning of success is living a life for God. Amen. Amen. Because sometimes we think it's all about worldly education, which I have to say, I so appreciate my teachers when I was a kid and people who taught me. How many, do we have any teachers out in the crowd right now? Any teachers? Amen. We got teachers. Okay. Teachers, can you please stand real quick? Teachers, yeah. Teachers, stand. I want you to see. Can we get yes? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Don't, don't, you know, but you would even agree. Teachers would agree here this morning. There's more than earthly education we need to teach our kids. Amen? Because sometimes we think it's all about education, and even though we salute, and I, 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 we, we appreciate our teachers. I said this in first service, you don't get paid enough. I mean that. We thank our teachers. There's more. There's a problem with many communities, they've taken, they've taken godly character out, they've taken godly morals out, and where are our kids gonna find that? Where are our children gonna find that? Raised, educated kids who don't even know the difference between what God says is right and wrong. It's a scary day. I wanna say to all the teachers, and to anybody here, discreetly sneak, sneak Jesus in. You don't have to say his name. You can do it by the way you talk, by the way you live, by your lifestyle, by who you are. You can shine the light of God. You, you don't have to say his name. You can be Jesus everywhere you go. Sneak him in there. You don't have to say his name. You could say somebody answered your prayer. Amen. Let God do the rest of the work. Be the example. Be the light of the world. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. In the second chapter of Luke, it shows me some amazing things right here about raising our kids. Uh, let me give you a couple, um, how would I say this? Pre-game. Pre-game point. Who's, who's watching the game? Anybody watching the games lately? No? Okay. We don't got any support. Yeah. We're like, nah. We're, okay. We're out of the games. Uh, so that's the wrong term. Uh, Who's ready for some pre-points? How's that? Okay, pre-points, okay. And then I'll give you, some, I'll give you three game-changing points. Who's ready for those ones? Okay. Uh, in chapter 2, verse 21, it talks about Jesus and, and Mary and Joseph right here. If you want to get that on the, on the thing, brother. Okay, it says right here. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called the name given by the before he was conceived in the womb. The angel gave the name. The question is, did God give you the name that you want to give your child? It's, a, it's an important thing. Did, was it inspired by God? You know, um, I remember we were looking for names, and um, to be honest with you, I didn't name my son Carlos because my name was Carlos. There was a meaning behind it. There was a purpose behind it. There was a reason for Mateo and even Arabella. If our kid has the only name in the country, 
praise God, but did it come from the Lord, you know? Did it sound cool? You know, it's not, it's, it's not about sounding cool these days. Did, did the name come? Was it inspired by somebody here on this earth that we look up to? Was it God-given? Amen? Names have meaning. Names have meaning. The angel gave the name. The question is, does God, did God give you the name? Is he going to give you the name to name your child? Uh, verse 22. Now, when the days of purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. They brought their child to be dedicated to God. Every parent should be dedicating their child to God. It's a very important thing. And I don't care if you've been coming here for years or you're new and you've never dedicated your children to God, I would encourage you to come talk to me and we can dedicate your 17, 18-year-old to the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's never too late. Now, there is a distinction, though, between dedication and salvation. How I many you know we can't save our kids? We can't make, they, they at some point are going to have to make up their own mind and say, I want to give my life to God. I want Jesus in my heart. And it's a beautiful thing, especially when God is in the home and, and the peace of God's there and surrounded with God, they're, they're going to ask. They're going to ask. But we can't decide for our child. They have to make that decision. On their own. It's our role as parents to talk Jesus, to live Jesus, to be Jesus. Amen. Are we talking to them about heaven? Are we talking to our kids about hell? Not out of fear, not to scare them, but to let them know there is an afterlife. And that this thing that we call salvation, sanctification, is what we believe and what we do. And uh, you'll know again when they say, Mommy, Daddy, Grandma, Grandpa. How do I, how can I have Jesus in my heart? What a beautiful day that's going to be, amen? Amen. They brought him to Jerusalem. I want to look at this one, the last one right here. They, the word they. Somebody say they. That's an important thing. They did it together. They, Mary and Joseph, they brought him together. And that shows me the family unit is important. We need they. We need together, husband and wife. Now, if you're here in this place, if you're watching online and you say, Pastor, my spouse isn't serving the Lord, or I don't have a spouse, God can be that replacement. He can fill those shoes. And sometimes he can do a better job. Uh, all the time he can do a better job. But you know what I'm saying, church. Luke 2.40. Let's read right here, Luke 2.40. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. The child grew and became, talking about Jesus, the child grew and became. How many know if Jesus had to grow and become, we also need to grow and become? Very simple word. Um, and so become what, though? Number one is what? Strong in, strong in spirit. That's the thing we need to teach and raise our kids. Develop in them to be strong in spirit. Empower them to learn spiritual truth. Deposit into them so that they become sensitive to the Spirit of God. I want my kids, I want my children to be able to be at school, to be in a situation in life where they, they, they automatically know. I don't have to tell them. They just know. They just know. They can feel it. They say, this is not right. Something's not right with this situation. I, I, I got to leave. I got to go. Because the Spirit of God is in them. Are you deposited in them the Spirit of God, the ways of God? Are you doing that this morning 
And that's what we want to do as a church, too. We want to recognize the presence of God. We want our children to be able to be in this place and go, this is a safe place. I feel this presence of God here. And wherever they go, they can, they can detect. God can speak to them. It was a beautiful thing. Carlos, for many years, I've been praying, God, speak to my son, speak to my son, speak to my son, speak to him. And finally, now, there's times he says, Dad, he'll say something. And I'll say, wow, man, that was powerful. God's speaking to him. He's speaking, he's speaking to him. He's, it's a beautiful thing. And also, too, I said this last week. I want to throw this in here. Never ask your kids if they want to come to church. Never. We're going. Thank you. We are going to church. But it doesn't have to be a bad thing. We're going to church to worship God. We're going to go thank him for what he's done in our lives. We're going to thank God. We're going to worship him. Number two. Filled with wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. Wisdom. The wisdom right here is looking at life through God's perspective. How do you know when our kids are mad or angry at something, don't you ever just want to kind of like chuckle and laugh? You're like, you're like, wow, I remember when I was there. You know? But, but, to, but to give them godly wisdom, godly discernment, not looking at life from where they're at, not down here. But showing them what God says about where they're at in life and what God says about the situation and how to handle the situation from where they are. We need to teach that. We need to teach our children how to see life through God's eyes. And how do we see life through God's eyes? By reading the Word of God. By read, yes, by reading the Word of God. By giving them the word of God. When's the last time? Just, just a question. When's the last time we've sat down and we've read scripture to our kids? When's the last time we, we actually took our phone and said, I, I'm not going to be on social media right now. I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to read one chapter, one chapter real quick with the kids. We're just going to read. We're going to talk. We're gonna, when's the last time we, we shared a story with them in the Bible? Because if they don't have that in them, if that's not in them, if they're not drinking that spiritually, the world will give them something to drink. What are they drinking? And when they're full of God and God's full of them, the world will try to, there'll be too much of God in there. Nothing else will be able to get in. Are we depositing scripture to them, the word of God? Because the world says to do it a certain way. God says do it differently. world says get all you can who cares who you hurt get on top live this ain't gonna hurt anybody but God says be humble be humble the world says go up God says go down the world says get God says give the world says be first God says be last Try telling that to a kid. But see, you could talk to my kids. I've shared this with my kids. And I've talked to some of your kids, and I could see it's already in them. God says, go down. The world says, get. God says, give. The world says, live and do as thou wilt. God says, be separate and holy. If you do what the world says, son, 
daughter. If you do what the world says by going up, the world will take you down. If you keep on getting from the world, son, the world will take it away. Daughter, if you can hear me, if you make yourself first, the world will push you to the back of the line. If you keep on trying to live, you will die. But teenager, Carlos, my son, my daughter, kids, parents, if we teach our kids, if you give your life to Christ and sell out to him and only him, you can never go wrong. God says, if you humble yourself and serve me in due season, I will elevate you. If you're the least popular person at school because of the stands you make, I will elevate you. I will take care of you. Parent, tell your children, God says, if you die to yourself, he will give you eternal life. Simple gospel, simple truth. But train up a child in the way, they, the way they should go, and they will never depart from it. Amen? Amen. Teach your children to have wisdom, God's wisdom. Teach them scripture. Read them stories in the Bible. Explain it to them. My final point, number three, it says right here, the grace of God was upon him. Somebody say grace. grace. How many know we need grace in this place? We need grace. I need grace. Sometimes I wonder and I go, how in the world can I play the guitar? Can I stand here? Can I preach the gospel? It's because of his grace. It's because of his grace. I need the grace of God to be a good husband. My wife needs God's grace to love me back. Don't laugh. That wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> I need the grace of God to be a pastor. You need the grace of God just to sit here and listen to me. <laughs> we need grace. Amen? I don't know about you, but Ryan, man, you're going to need a lot of, I pray grace over you, my brother. Grace. Herman, grace. Mike, Grace. I remember when my wife was pregnant. Honey, it's cold. Okay, here, baby, here's a blanket. I'm hot now. Okay, take it off. I'm hungry. Here you go. The food smells. Okay, take it away. My feet hurt. Okay, the massage. Uh, don't touch there. It's tickling me. Okay, I'll stop. Grace, grace. God gave me grace. I was flowing and moving and oh, it was just ebbing in grace. I pray grace over you guys right now in Jesus' name. Amen? Grace. God, give us grace to raise our children. Amen. God, give us grace to love our enemies. God, give us grace to look at someone with true love, someone who talks about us, and show them grace. Grace, I need grace. I need grace. We need grace. And as we have grace and we come home as parents, that grace, I pray, be smeared, deposited over our children. Because what's in here is going to come out at home. 
what's in here is going to come out. And if grace, God, it says right here, and the grace of God was upon him. The grace of God. Grace. Our children need grace. The world will tell them to settle. The enemy, the world will tell them they're not good enough. But by God's grace, we can tell them with full confidence, if you trust and serve God, you can do all things. You can do anything you set your mind to. Grace. Grace. Amen. Grace. I want to encourage parents out there, instead of yelling at your kids, which, hey, I'm, I'm guilty. I've, there's been times I've yelled. But maybe just say next time, go clean your room. And they say no. Say, you better go. Gra I'm, I, Grace is going to go help you clean your room right now. <laughs> Grace is going to help you do your homework. Grace is going to help me be a better father. Grace is going to help you be a better parent. Grace. Who wants to be covered with grace this morning? Amen. Amen. I want to. I want to say before I close, and this is to everyone here, God give them the power, the desire, the ability to do what they need to do, that their kids, their grandkids may grow and live in grace. Let's bow our heads. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to ask, last week I, I had the kids come up and the parents stand behind them. But today, I'm going to ask uh, in a moment that the parents come up. And I want your kids to stand behind you. Your, your children, the love of your life. I want your children to stand behind you because I want them to know that God can give them the grace to love you and to honor you support you. So if you're a parent here, I want you to come stand with me right here at the front. Come stand. If you're a parent, mom and dad, single mother, single father, I want you to stand right here with me. Stand right here in a, in a single line, please. Just stand with me. Amen. Just stand with me. Yes. Hallelujah. Even if you're a grandparent, you're a grandparent, come stand. Come stand with us. Grandparent, even if you're, even if you're, even if your grandchildren and kids aren't here, it's okay. Come stand with me. If you want to come stand, please stand. Hallelujah. Come stand. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Mike, if you could come. Mike, can you come this way? We have some room over here. Oh, yeah, you guys can. Can we guys scoot down a little bit? Scoot down. Yes, amen. 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 
uh, this is definitely a part of the service I do not want to rush. And uh, so, It's an amazing thing as parents to know we have our kids back. Something happens, something went wrong, we're there for them. We're right there. But it's, an, it's, an, it's another thing to know when our kids have our back. And sometimes my kids don't have my back. <laughs> sometimes they're upset. Sometimes they're mad at me. Sometimes, but I pray this morning that God remind them to have grace. So kids, listen to me. I want, you to, I want you to come stand behind your mom and dad. And if you are in first service and you already stood behind your mom and dad, I want you to stand behind somebody else who, who uh, uh, maybe doesn't have someone standing with them right now, okay? So find your parents and stand right behind them. Find your mom and dad. Find your grandma. Find your grandpa. Stand behind them. Stand behind them. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. You want to stand behind, stand behind your mother. Amen. So appreciate. I know uh, we have some mothers here who are holding child right now, and I, I want you to know by spirit, by the spirit of God, that your child is is in with you right now and with us in spirit, and going to be saying this prayer with us. Children, I want you to put your hands on your parents right now. Put your hands on your parents' back right now. Put your, pl- place your hands on your parents right now, kids. Hold your parents right now. Touch your parents, and I want you to repeat after me. I want you to say, "Dear God." Thank you for my parents who love me and care for me, who are there for me. Help me to show them how much I appreciate them. Forgive me for the times I made them sad and the times I made them mad. Help me be be a better child. I want to be a blessing. Bless my parents with good health and happiness. I place my parents in your hands. Watch over them. Keep them close to one another. In this life and in the next. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray right now a blessing over every parent and grandparent in this place. Every parent whose child is not here, every grandparent whose kid is not here, whose grandchildren is not here. This morning, I just pray a blessing 
over them, Lord God, that your grace and mercy flow through their life, flow through their conversation, over the phone, God, that as we pray and not give up on those who aren't here with us this morning, maybe they've gone astray, maybe they're, maybe they're somewhere else, Lord, wherever they're at, God, I pray your protection be upon them. God, use every parent and grandparent here to share your light, your love, and I thank you, God, for these kids, for these children, Lord, for even the babies that are in the womb, God. Lord, you know what is going to happen. The enemy is trying to do everything he can to steal, rob, destroy, to take away, to break the family apart. But in Jesus' name, by the name of Jesus, and in the name of Jesus, we pray, God, for your protection over every family in our church right now in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus over every parent. Your blessing, your mercy, your grace, I pray, just be bestowed over this place. Raise up warriors, mighty men and women of God that are going to do amazing things in our city. You're doing so many great things. We praise you. We worship you. We give you the praise and the glory even before it happens. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Kids, real quick, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to hug your mom and dad right now. Hug your mom and dad. And if you're saying, give them a hug. Amen. 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 Stay, please stay standing where you are. Please stay standing. Please stay standing where you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We serve a good God. Amen. Amen. He's so good. He's so gracious. He's so loving. Hallelujah. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. So today is a, is a very beautiful, sad day. Uh, Bruno is going back to uh, his home and we're going to miss him dearly. But I'm so proud of you for what I've seen in these last, these, these months. And so Bruno, I would, I would ask you to just come and I want you to pray for us and just pray, seal us in prayer as we close the service, okay? Can you do that for me? Can we all bow our heads, church? Amen. Thank you, God, for this opportunity that you gave me to be here with Home Church family. And Scott, for everything. Uh, I bless them and everything in their days. And thank you, God. Amen. 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 Have a blessed Sunday. Thank you so very much.